So what's up guys? It's your boy Chris here. Welcome to another episode of the Wapoosh Show. Uh, which in reality, I think you guys are used to seeing us in video on YouTube. So this is actually our first episode in a sort of podcast format. So um, if the audio sounds a little bit shaky, if you hear a lot of background noise, please forgive us. Uh, this is our first time sort of attempting this. And uh, I'm actually recording in my room. So this will be a solo video. Uh, Juan and Carlos won't be present, but uh, hopefully this podcast medium is a good way for us to sort of kind of take off and maybe, you know, get more followers and stuff like that. And it's a lot easier than managing a YouTube channel. So let's go ahead and dive right in. So today's episode, uh, we're going to talk more in detail about the newly revitalized Sony and Marvel deal. Uh, so yeah, let's just go ahead and jump right in. Um, so if you haven't heard, if you've been living under a rock... Uh, Spider-Man is back in the MCU, and this is Tom Holland's Spider-Man. Uh, I believe the agreement was made for two more films. I think it's one Spider-Man-centric solo film, uh, which we kind of knew was already happening, whether the deal was revitalized or not. And then one non-Spider-Man-centric uh, MCU film, which more than likely will be some sort of Avengers-esque type team-up film, which makes a lot of sense. But yeah, so he's coming back. He's got one movie coming. He's joining the MCU again. Uh, but there's some other background details that are sort of haven't been confirmed yet, but a lot of it's rumors, a lot of it's word of mouth. Um, one of them being that Spider-Man will be allowed now in this new agreement to sort of jump between universes. So by this, what I'm talking about is now Sony sort of established their own sort of universe of Spider-Man characters, uh, sort of centering around Venom, which is now being called the Venomverse. Which, if you haven't seen Venom uh, with Tom Hardy, go check it out. I mean, it's not a terrible film. I wasn't a big fan of it, but I think uh, Tom Hardy did an excellent job with uh, the material that he had. And I'm really excited to see the uh, direction they kind of take the character in. Especially now that Spider-Man is sort of a, a playable character, as you would say, in this universe. But uh, basically, yeah, so Spidey will now be able to join the MCU movies, sort of kind of play in that, in that universe, and then at the same time come into the Venomverse... And kind of play in that universe of his own sort of isolated world and his own sort of, uh, you know, world of characters that he can kind of interact with being, you know, Venom already existing. You have Morbius on the way. There's talks of a Madam Web film coming, even a Black Cat, a Silver Sable, stuff of that nature, right? They're just trying to kind of jumble all these uh, Spider-Man characters that are normally involved within the greater Marvel Universe and kind of have it isolated from all that, although still acknowledging the existence of what has happened in current events of the Marvel Universe. So that's a huge deal right now because now you have two universes, uh, what we would call it, kind of melding. And I think they're, the term being used for this is a shared detailed universe. And by detailed meaning they're allowed to reference one another. They might not completely interact with each other, as in that some events won't impact the other because they're sort of isolated in their own, but they're allowed to call back to details. Uh, I think the main one is... Uh, specifically for Spider-Man is his relationship with Tony Stark as you know all his suits are made with Stark tech and it's kind of hard to avoid the MCU when his whole base character was created out of the MCU so I think this is a great sort of uh, kind of shortcut and to avoid all that headache and you know that would have been a pain on the writers in the writers room saying okay how the hell can we continue this story without ever referencing Tony Stark because his whole arc was based on Tony Stark right they had that father-son relationship but, um, yeah, so I think now they just kind of got rid of that headache. They saw the sort of monetary 
uh, possibilities that they can get from another Spider-Man film because Far From Home did break a billion, which is ridiculous. It's the first Spider-Man film to ever do so. Even beating out sort of the Sam Raimi, which are kind of, you know, Spider-Man 2 is held on a pedestal for like one of the best superhero movies ever made. So, I mean, that's just crazy news, man. Now, going back to the other side of things and what people are kind of speculating, like I said, everything that I'm kind of talking about right now is more based on rumor than fact. We haven't gotten any official announcements or documentation saying sort of the details of this deal. But uh, the other side is sort of whether or not Marvel is planning to continue this relationship. I think this is more... Apparently, it's being more as an approach of being able to close out Peter Parker's story. So there's a lot of uh, sort of news sites, and I think more of it's just sort of kind of over-exaggerating and just trying to get some some expression and some reactions out of their listeners uh, or their viewers, honestly. But uh, one of them is that Kevin's actively... Kevin Feige. I don't know why I said Kevin like I know him personally, but Kevin Feige is... Uh, actively finding a way to write out Spider-Man out of the MCU. So essentially closing out his arc so that he can leave the MCU and sort of just go back and return to Sony. Which I don't necessarily see as true because of the value that Spider-Man represents. Um, you no longer have Tony. Uh, you no longer have Cap in the MCU. You're now writing on the fact that maybe you have enough fan backing for Doctor Strange, for Captain Marvel, for Black Panther. And I, I really think... Yes, those movies were successful. One, Captain Marvel breaking a billion. Another one was uh, Black Panther winning an Oscar. Um, but I think those were widely successful because they were build-up films, right? They were building up to an ultimate sort of grand event, which we got in uh, Infinity War and Endgame. And I think that's why you're writing off of that event building up that people want to go and see these films. Don't get me wrong, Black Panther and Captain Marvel were both equally good. Were they as strong as they were perceived to be? I don't believe so. I think they had some stuff that were kind of just, you know, typical Marvel films. I don't think they did anything outside the box. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think you need someone to headline this next phase, right? And uh, if you guys do watch our YouTube channel, I did say that regardless of the deal, Spider-Man will be a Phase 4 character whenever they figure things out. So he is Phase 4. Uh, his movie is slated to release July 2021. And, uh, yeah, so I think Marvel kind of sees the value. I really don't believe that rumor going around that Kevin Feige's looking for a way to kind of write out, you know, write out Spider-Man more because of just the details behind the deal and maybe it's a headache in terms of a business perspective and, you know, coming down to the right terms so that it can work. And I'm pretty sure it is a headache, you know, making sure that you don't step on somebody's toes, like Sony's not stepping on Marvel's toes and Marvel's not stepping on Sony's toes in this creative kind of process and that they don't have creative differences which I don't think is the case I think Amy Pascal who's the producer for Sony and kind of a overhead you know kind of overlooking Spider-Man and how they handle the character creatively is completely on board with Kevin uh, Kevin Feige's vision so I don't really don't think that's the case I really think he's going to find ways to sort of keep the relationship going there's so many stories that you can tell with Spider-Man uh, one being that they haven't even introduced Norman Osborn as a character who is a huge character and has this long arc of backstory and this sort of complex relationship with Spider-Man. We haven't even gotten Harry Osborn introduced, who is, you know, in the comics, Peter's best friend. So, yes, I know they kind of took a different approach and kind of like backing off of the ultimate universe of Spider-Man characters. But like I said, the fact that those are still possible 
characters to join this world is ridiculous because there's so many stories that they can tell. They still can, you know, lead up to the Sinister Six, um, possibly even lead into, I mean, I think Sony definitely has plans for this, but possibly lead into like a Spider-Verse-esque type film in which you could possibly bring back, you know, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, which would probably blow a lot of people's minds. Like, who wouldn't be stoked to see Tobey Maguire back in the web suit, man? Like, come on. But, um, yeah, uh, I'm not sure if that back background audio is picking up. Sorry, my, my cousins are playing in the background, so if you hear that, my apologies. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I just think that there's so much story that could be told with just Spider-Man alone because in the comics, he has his own universe, which is why Sony's taking advantage of creating their Venomverse because it's its, it's, its own world and its own in the comics, man. He just has this long list of rogues that he, you know, that he kind of interacts with and has these complex relationships with. And Spider-Man's one of the few characters in which he essentially creates his villains, right? So uh, I think Marvel's kind of touched up upon that. I think even Sam Raimi's sort of series kind of touched upon that a little bit. But uh, he's just a really great character, and I think it'd be such a such a screw up on at a business point but at also at a fan service point because in the end yes they're making these movies to you know make some money right they're all business decisions but the only reason these movies are successful is because of the fans right so i think you, they really should respect the fans and they really should respect the character of spider-man because what he represents and how huge he is and how sort of essential he was to stan lee's career and the growth of marvel and, and becoming this sort of uh you know, popular character that he is, this pop culture icon that he is. Um, but yeah, I think personally, they're going to find a way to make it work, guys. Uh, I think we're going to get plenty of more Spider-Man than what's been revealed. Um, I, I do think there's a plan already in set, knowing Kevin Feige, who's been known to plan five years, ten years in advance. Uh, he even had a contingency plan to introduce Spider-Man if they ever did get him in the MCU, which is why we got his introduction in Civil War at the last minute. They actually added him in the last second. But, uh, yeah, I just I really don't believe all those rumors, man. So just keep, sort of keep your ear to the ground in terms of just more announcements and uh, possibly maybe next year at the next D23 Expo, uh, getting a lot more information on the future of Spider-Man and where he stands. Uh, and then especially after this next solo movie comes out, closing out his trilogy, if you would say, but... Uh, kind of where that future stands and if he's going to be more involved or if he's going to kind of take a break and kind of play in the Sony universe and then come back into the MCU every now and then for those team-up films. Either way, Spider-Man's not going anywhere, guys. Tom Holland seems like he's not going anywhere. He's in love with the character. So uh, I think he's a great Peter Parker and Spider-Man. So I think he'd be great. He's kind of aging with the character, which is even more better. Like it's It's perfect for him because we get to grow with him. And I think that's why we had such a such a close relationship with Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man is because we went through three movies with him and he's, you know, he aged perfectly. He transitioned from high school to college and then from college to, you know, a professional job. So you kind of grow and you kind of get attached to these characters. So I think, um, I don't think Sony and Marvel want to miss out on that opportunity. But uh, anyways, guys, that's the podcast for today. I almost said video. I'm so used to recording YouTube videos. But yeah, that's our first podcast. Let me know how you guys liked it i mean uh, if you guys think we're doing sort of relatively well on the youtube channel i hope you guys can like us on this podcast uh we will be posting probably more frequently on this podcast than we do on the videos because the videos do take a little bit more time to edit um but yeah just keep a lookout for us and you know 
Not sure how this stuff works, but I'll just say the usual spiel that we say. Uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And uh, we'll see you guys next time, man. Thanks for joining us. Later.